Welcome to the OC Eatly Podcast. This is where we talk everything Southern California, Orange County, possibly Los Angeles food. And uh, we're going to talk about what you're cooking at home, what you're eating out, uh, any type of food adventures that you've had. OC Eatly is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. Last week we left off and um, it was a little bit of an introduction. We're going to pick up right there and um, share with you guys what we experienced this week. I have some exciting stories to tell um, all around Irvine, also Anaheim this week, a little closer to home in, in Sunset Beach. And I'm sure uh, Amy and Lolita, you guys have some exciting uh, reports to bring to us as well. So yeah, how, how are you guys doing this week? What are you up to? Pretty good. Excellent. Awesome. That's Eating. good to hear. Eating. Eating. Cooking. Every day. Cooking. Eating. I think I'm going to kick it off with an interesting adventure that my uh, wife took me on uh, this week. Uh, she's been cooking a lot more, uh, kind of getting a little bit more ha- uh, the hang of uh, help- taking care of our, our son Ari, but also timing when she's able to uh, cook at home. We, we don't really like to eat out as much just because, uh, yeah, we, we don't really... F- uh, well. Actually, that's it's kind of opposite of <laughs> it's a production, but it's also the opposite of what we're here to talk about today. So don't be alarmed. We definitely have some things about eating out to share with you. But again, at home, uh, we're loving to just be at home with the baby. So what I wanted to say and uh, Lolita's heard about some of these adventures in the past, but um, we had a uh, lentil pasta. <laughs> um, Natalie made a uh, grilled shrimp and lentil pasta dish that was incredible. And I believe that she also sourced the uh, pesto sauce that we had on it at Trader Joe's. So Trader Joe's has, I think, been doing an awesome job over the last couple of years trying to keep up with like the whole organic food movement and all the unique things that you can find at Whole Foods. And they've been introducing some awesome products. So both this pesto sauce and this lentil pasta are things that we picked up there. And it was an incredible way for us to have like this huge filling uh, pasta meal, but not be guilty about all the carbs that we were taking on or uh, inflammatory uh, foods that we were consuming. I've had a few of Natalie's uh, snacks whenever Brett brings them in to yeah. the office, yes. and they're so good. Yeah. Yes, they are delicious. I feel like she should share recipes. Like the cacao balls, yeah. coconut crumble, mm-hmm. things like that. But um, yeah, the shrimp that we got were these uh, frogen, frogen, frozen, <laughs> frozen Argentinian uh, shrimp. Oh. And... Uh, well, it was definitely important that they were Argentinian. That's As what opposed I, to yeah. Southern California. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Alaskan. Are there shrimp in Alaska? I'm not sure. But uh, Argentinian shrimp sure are the, are the types that I look for. <laughs> but um, yeah, Trader Joe's like, uh, is always coming out with new things. I love how in the stores nowadays there's a whole section at Trader Joe's where it's like new to Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you kind of want to like experience Trader Joe's as a news feed mm-hmm. or like a social media stream, like what's new, what's going on, you just walk That's into the store true. and go to the what's new. So you'll yeah. always kind of know like what's That's coming true. into the store. That's I like true. how they do that seasonally too. Mm-hmm. Like everything just kind of updates. They Speaking do. of seasonally, Beware I think we were going to talk a little bit about that later today too. So we'll get into a seasonal section in a bit. But uh, another question I I wanted to bring up, uh, and maybe before that, uh, 
Do you guys have anything in- interesting you want to share that you cooked at home or, or at ate, ate out this week? I was at Disneyland uh, last week. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I, I hadn't been in a while, but I discovered I went to go watch one of Mickey's Magical Maps shows in mm-hmm. Fantasyland. And I found this tiny little store cart, I guess, called Troubadour Tavern. Huh. And they make baked potato. I didn't nice. know that. Did anyone else know that? Like a baked no. potato cart? Yeah. No, yeah. No, I had no idea. It was so good. Oh, I'm like a one trick pony there. Yeah, no. Pizza for. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or a turkey leg. Oh, churro. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I, I have my rotation sauce. of things that I do. Yeah. Yeah, but the baked potato was my, my first venture and it was really good. What is on the baked potato? Cheese, mm. bacon, <laughs> chives. Steakhouse baked potato. Okay. So good. Sour cream. Sour cream. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was just good old classic fashion baked potato can you do like a serve your own toppings like do they give you the baked potato and then you go to like the side of the cart and just kind of no but then they also have i mean they have other food there too um i don't remember if we got anything else but the baked potato was by far very memorable in my opinion okay i'm imagining the other foods that would come with a baked potato but that stand or that cart (laughs) or whatever it is it's only open from like 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and they're closed on Sundays or something like that. Maybe they run huh. out of potatoes. I don't know. Yeah, I was trying to look up their their times on Yelp because I never found it before, and I guess that's why is because whenever I was looking for food, it just wasn't in that corner. Maybe it's like a third party vendor, and on the weekends <laughs> they go pull in front of like a Home Depot. It's <laughs> like one of those types of food carts. <laughs> which are also incredible we could do a whole podcast on like the home depot food vendors of <laughs> southern could. california and do like a circuit of all the different hot dog vendors pastrami sandwich guys taco carts that's very true um well disneyland sounds fun i don't think i've been for 10 years that's like years. the opposite my baked potato was the complete opposite of what brett had for dinner like a couple nights yeah. ago <laughs> A sprouted lentil pasta (laughs) with Argentinian free range shrimp. Have you ever had edamame pasta? Uh, I have not. Ah, Costco. Okay. Yeah, Costco is getting into it. Usually, Costco services the family. Yes. Right? Right. Who needs certain things that are usually, you know. Edamame pasta. Right, right. So it's usually the typical pasta, white bread, that kind of stuff. But I will tell you, and then like sometimes, like we. My husband's not a vegetarian. I'm not a vegetarian, but we like those veggie Morningstar Farms veggie sausages. Huh. They're delicious. We do this yep. by choice. Yeah, because we're trying to be healthy. <laughs> and it's there. It's there. It's there. It's there. And then you go the next time. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Wow. Replaced by some other veggie sausages. Oh. That I will not name, but they were not as good. Yeah. They tasted like cardboard like uh <laughs> stuffing not the stuffing's uh, bad but i yeah, don't want, yeah. want that on my breakfast sandwich. yeah that's not the consistency that's you're the looking consistency for because i'm already putting it on an english muffin so yeah but anyah yeah edamame pasta every once in a while they come out yeah. with a trader joe's inspired and is the form of the edamame pasta like pasta mm-hmm. huh. it's like as thick as a spaghetti noodle yeah Ooh. it's got a green tinge my is husband it? didn't even really that sounds really good yeah is that similar to like have you guys had the shirataki noodles mm, where no it's like slippery. our colleague michelle big yes, fan she's a big of fan the of the shirataki it. noodle mm-hmm. she's not a big fan of a carb nope <laughs> yeah. but they're they're weird have you tried cooking them they smell funny no, I haven't tried okay. them. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's almost like it looks like a glass noodle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like very Isn't translucent. They're speckled, like they almost look a little. Yeah. 
Okay. Squid or yeah. <laughs> and the shirataki is a type of mushroom, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so when you take them out of the package, fan. they're really slimy and slippery, so you <laughs> yeah, have to wash them water, really well. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I know. It doesn't sound appetizing. I mean, they uh, taste okay as a carb alternative. Replacement? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Well, uh, yeah, Costco is a, a great place, I think, to source uh, parts of uh, your weekly shopping, too. We love their almond milk. They have really good almond milk, and it uh, comes in, like, a pack of eight in these boxes. That's just – it's a good bang for your buck. So um, something that I wanted to bring up, and uh, this is a, a question that we've kind of touched on a little bit, but uh, we're going to be doing some research on talking points and mm-hmm. – um, just want to keep things interesting for you guys and we'll be able to just uh, brainstorm from here. But what are some common foods that people out there think are healthy but are, are possibly the total opposite? Um, first thing that comes to mind for me, uh, at least kind of like based on what I have going on uh, for like my diet and just the, my energy level in the day, but uh, starting your morning off with like a, a huge serving of fruit, specifically like a banana. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that there's like a little bit of a misnomer that uh, a banana is like a great way to start your day. Uh, it's completely carbs and sugar. I, I used to be on kind of like a little bit of a mixed breakfast where I do like two hard boiled eggs, a banana and a kind bar. But oh, <laughs> I was like kind of like putting one toe in this pool and then another toe in that pool. So <laughs> I was convincing myself that I was being healthy with just the egg white off my hard boiled eggs. But then I was also having a candy bar and then like a whole thing of, uh, of fruit of a banana. So I, I think I'm going to uh, throw a banana there for breakfast and even a uh, fruit smoothie for breakfast would be like a big no no for me. A lot of people do that. A lot of people yeah. do that, yeah. Fruits, oh, I'm Smoothie on a diet. Yeah. yeah. Even I the would... green ones still have sugar. That's Hashtag true. fit life. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I would say cereal in general. Yep. Okay. In general. Um, and I'm I'm guilty of when I was a child, I used to have milk and cereal. Me too. Every oh, yeah, every single breakfast. day. Every yeah. meal. Yeah. In my time <laughs> in college, mine was cereal. Oh, yeah, talk about, like, waffle bar at our dorm. We definitely had the cereal bar, too. Yeah, we did. I think something that in college is so satisfying about the cereal bar, though, is actually going up to that dispenser and, like, turning the dial on it. And then the cereal just, like, flows out like like a a waterfall of cereal. It's like, (laughs) oh, hearing it just kind of, like, trickle onto the bowl is like, oh. So good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, okay, so cereal, not even necessarily sugary cereal, but just the uh, carby cereal even cornflakes mm-hmm. even though they're so good they're so good yeah wheat bread oh yeah wheat bread yes. like, i won't have the white i'll have the wheat well <laughs> still bread. just give yourself the just white a little more fiber yeah still a big carb and i eat it don't get me wrong my hashtag is yeah. not what was it be fit not, yeah. not, fit, not life. fit life oh, <laughs> <fit> life. <laughs> i try uh, to stick with the egg the egg and the breakfast meat yeah on a Maybe on an English muffin. I still put the bread in there, but I try to get the protein. In. Yeah, nowadays, um, I think the what, what's considered to be a, a healthy breakfast probably 15, 20 years ago would have just been laughed at. But it's just like steak, egg, and, and bacon. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much our, our colleague Lonnie's I was just going to say, there's Lonnie. Lonnie <laughs> yeah. had, she had potatoes yesterday, but she was yeah. microwaving okay. ribeye. Huh. <laughs> Here at work? And Yeah. Oh, man. At 8.30 in the morning. Thanks, Matt. Well, people have steak and eggs, so I guess that's, that's yeah. still legitimately. But people are always curious what she's going to have for breakfast. Yeah, Everybody yeah. Everybody wants to know. Um, 
And uh, also another big contradiction I see in like the health uh, and wellness area are the acai bowls. I so, love those. I, <laughs> I love I acai love bowls so too. And um, they're just like so refreshing, but it's all sugar. Yeah, it's all sugar again. And then even you even uh, sprinkle like granola on top. <laughs> and bananas. <laughs> and bananas. <laughs> um, I mean, it's like a great treat, but, you know, you should also just enjoy. Don't feel too guilty, but, uh, you know, like don't claim to be the healthy, healthiest person out there. I feel like in Orange County, there's so many of those acai place, places that are open now, They're too. very popular. They're so yeah. common. Yeah. Super popular. Bonsai Bowl is my favorite place like if I'm going to go get one. Yep. For yeah. sure. I think I would say everything in moderation. Yeah, like not too much of this, not too much of that. Yeah, and especially if you uh, practice moderation, then you get to experience more of everything. You're actually like not. uh, That's true. Yeah, you're not holding anything back from yourself, which we're all about here. So, uh, (laughs) getting into my next uh, topic, uh, I wanted to share a uh, interesting place that I went to this week. Actually, yesterday for lunch. I think you guys might have been there before, and it's close to where Lolita is going to live in the future. But um, Irvine's full of all these just kind of like micro communities. And um, what are they officially called? I think the Irvine. This, villages. The villages. Yes, the villages. So Irvine is full of many different villages. villages. There's Woodbridge. <laughs> there's uh, North Park. There's, there's Portola Springs. Portola Springs. There's Quail Hill. Yeah, Quail Hill. There's Cypress Village. Yeah, Tur- West Tur- Park. Rock. University. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all kind of like little unique communities in themselves. And um, I, I think it's kind of cool. Uh, people like to make fun of it, including us. But um, the one of the newest and nicest uh, communities or villages that is out recently is called Park Place. Uh, this is close to... Um, the go-kart area there's even I think uh, boomers around here but recently they've sprouted up a bunch of high-rise urban uh, dwellings and (laughs) um, just kind of like out of nowhere all these apartments have have taken shape and it's close to a a strip mall that has a Houston's there used to be a a sports chalet there a Puesto's in there Mm mm-hmm Oh. I ate a puesto. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I, I think it. we might have talked about puesto uh, maybe pre-recording oh, we days. Micheladas. Yeah, yeah uh, micheladas, but I ended oh up going gosh. to puesto. Oh, it's so delicious. So but good. in order to paint a little bit more of a picture of uh, what you can expect if you're going to go to puesto is uh, you can't go to puesto without driving by the Royce. <laughs> Urban apartments. Sorry, I'm laughing because I know exactly what you're talking place. about. <laughs> um, Are you talking about the pool? Yes. <laughs> so smack dab across from a Audubon Society agricultural or uh, estuary <laughs> wetlands <laughs> is the most uppity. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, let me just call it yuppity. Um, apartment development that I, I think I've ever seen in Irvine. Irvine continually uh, one-ups itself with these <laughs> developments. And again, let me title this uh, The Royce Urban Apartments at Park Place <laughs> with an infinity pool, translucent infinity pool on the third story oh corner of this development. I've seen it. Overlooking <laughs> the beautiful intersection of Michelson. Yeah, right? <laughs> Michelson, and I think it's Park Place Boulevard or whatever that side street is it's that goes along. Literally, the, the pool faces the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whenever you're driving in uh, into that plaza, you just. <laughs> Smack dab right there. Who's <laughs> chilling at the pool? Yeah. So we now have a Royce 
And I love how they're urban apartments. Yes. Yeah, urban apartments as opposed to suburban apartments. <laughs> like, they could just like call themselves rural urban apartments. We just want to reinforce the fact that if you're living here, you could be considered urban, um, even though you're still in Irvine. But uh, needless to say, Puesto fits right in because it has this kind of industrial hip uh, feeling to it. Uh, there's a lot of steel and uh, rock and natural material kind of put together with these big I-beams and bolts as you walk in, big walls full of kind of these uh, river rock uh, type um, uh, building materials. But um, Puesto's delicious. Uh, so good. It's so good. I know. I, I, I want to go again already. We're I, going on Tuesday. Is that where Tim decided to yeah. do our yeah. lunch? Awesome. So I'm sure that Lon had mentioned to him how good it was. And, fried cheese. Um, they have the fried cheese. Fried cheese. So good. In a taco. On your taco. Already in your taco. Fried. Oh, my gosh. So delicious. I think we've called that vampire taco style in the past. Uh, that's what they call it, a yard house at least. But, Pickled onions. Um, Such a simple thing. Everything good. They have a basic menu. It's small, not too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about the micheladas they have in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh I think we'll probably do staff lunch there, quite possibly return after work for micheladas. Uh, that would be my choice, margaritas. Where they put, I think the server told me it's almost two ounces of In tequila. one margarita. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Very delicious. Mm-hmm. So uh, my choice when I got there, uh, and actually, uh, pro tip, they bring out one thing of salsa, but Lon was sharp enough to request for any other salsas that they have. We literally asked the server, hey, oh, thank you for this salsa, but please, what that. other salsas do you have? We love salsas, we love spicy, so please like bring out everything. So everything was just two more, but that's two more than we had before. And they had a version of the uh, standard red salsa that they gave us that was like the habanero red salsa. So oh, that's good mm-hmm. for long. It was like yeah. a kick higher, which was delicious. And then they even brought out a um, pineapple jalapeno salsa, which was incredible. Like I'm usually not into the fruit uh, sweet salsa, mango. The, mm-hmm. the sweet yeah. mango salsa. I think we've talked about that in the past. Um, but uh, this hit the spot. There was just the right ratio where your first flavor profile that hits you is like a, a, a sweet and tangy. And then after that goes away, then you're like hit with the spice. So um, mm. really awesome. And this was even before our tacos came out. So I had the carnitas, which is a braised pork Ooh. taco. Oh, that one's um, a good um, one. Yeah, covered in like a green salsa and, and avocado. I had the filet mignon, which was $2 more. Yep. And I probably wouldn't have picked that one again. I think I really? would. It was really good. I have uh, to agree Don't get me wrong. You. but I've had that one too. And it's, yeah. it's good, um, but it wasn't amazing. Yeah, there's more complex flavors, mm-hmm. I think, in the other tacos. So uh, the third one that I chose was the Al Pastor. Um, and I'm a big fan of Al Pastor. I did a little research on Al Pastor after we ate there. And um, the best way that I can describe it is kind of like the Euro of Mexico. Um, (laughs) And I learned uh, that El Pastor was actually created after Lebanese immigrants to Mexico um, showed some of the locals there like how to do um, Euro meat or how to do shawarma. So they brought like one of these rotating spits uh, from uh, Lebanon to Mexico and uh, the Mexican people adapted it based on what type of meat like they're usually used to. So oh, instead cool. of putting lamb on top of one of these rotating spits, they started stacking pork. And then they um, used that same method of stacking and marinating these meats, um, spit cooking it, and then slicing it off. And then you had al pastor. 
That's a good history lesson. Yeah. It was a very good history lesson yeah. for today. And Have I think you... al pastor also means of the shepherd. Oh. So it was these. Uh, it's just yeah, full of knowledge. Mexican today. shepherds. <laughs> <Yeah>. that Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, the Lebanese community had connected with. Brettopedia. Brettopedia. I, um, one of my favorites there, I frequently visit their Los Olivos location. Yes, which mm-hmm. was myself their as well. Original, like Irvine location, yeah. their Irvine Spectrum. Um, and I really like the mushroom one. That's my oh, favorite. Yes. Okay, not had, a mushroom guy. Yeah, Lon had the mushroom yeah. one. It's so flavorful. It yeah. is. It's, you're not missing meat in the least. Just, and I think they do the pickled uh, onions on that one. They do. So, I'm sorry, I think pickled onion makes every oh food, gosh. aside from you're breakfast cereal. You're making me a mushroom guy. Better. <laughs> I might have to get you it. You have to it's try delicious. it. It's yeah. delicious. Okay. I'll, I'll read you. And it has you. the cheese. Uh-huh. Brett, mm-hmm. I'll read you the description of it. Yes. Crispy oh. melted cheese. Oh. Garlic braised seasonal mushrooms. Stone fruit jalapeno salsa. Pickled onions, hearts on fire. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> My heart's on fire? Or that's a thing? <laughs> it's a thing. That you ingest. Sounds oh. so good. I love how the consistency of the cheese that they put on their tacos is both oh, crispy and oh, melted. So good. Like, Lana actually didn't even know what was on covering the tacos. She's like, what is this? I was like, Lana, I think that's cheese. She goes, but it's like so crispy on the outside, but then it's melted on the underside. I'll, I said, yeah. And you know what? It solves that whole... There, the taco wasn't hot enough to make the cheese melt. Right. Because yeah. every other place you go, the cheese is on the top. And aside from Del Taco that serves that <laughs> Del Taco, <laughs> which has as much cheese as meat, it's the most delicious thing ever. Del Taco's doing it up over there. I'm telling you. I have to agree. They are doing yeah. it up. They have everything. I do love Del Taco. Oh, I do too. I'm, I'm a, a Del Taco yeah. over a Taco Bell guy. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah. I accept that I do like a Mexican pizza. Hmm. But other than that. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> oh, at Taco like, Bell? Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. It's like a, mm, that's good. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, yeah. Del Taco, the, the cheese doesn't melt, which is okay on that taco. Okay. But normally you want your cheese to melt. Right. So when yeah. I'm at home, we put the cheese on first, <laughs> zap it in the microwave, and then add the meat and the toppings. But yeah. This is sort of another way to do that, but a better way. It's kind of like uh, Cafe Rio does something similar with their cheese, mm, the way they put mm-hmm. the braised meat down on the grill, they and do. then I think they put the cheese right on top. Yeah. And then they cover it for like a quick second to kind of let it seep in. Yeah, I think the process at Puesto, though, is they're probably going to put a layer of cheese down on the grill. And then I think the meat goes on top of that. Mm. Because how do you get the one side of the cheese so crispy without doing that? That's That's true. true. I don't know. Because then you don't flip it again. Maybe they hit it with like a torch on top or something. I can't wait for Tuesday now. No. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anything else that kind of stood out there for me? Again, in the past, I've had their micheladas. And it's just like so fresh they literally squeeze like mint and lemon and lime and cucumber and the seasonings that they put are just so fresh it's not like your 7-eleven michelada <laughs> in a styrofoam cup it's just like this craft delicious experience so. i think we talked about this before micheladas yeah. are a very trendy thing right now they are, they are. it's not just the clamato no. and the beer anymore no. and then they're but i did i say this before a michelada in mexico is beer, light beer, mm-hmm. le- lime juice, and salt around the rim, and that's it. That's it. That's oh, how they serve it to interesting. you. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every time, I actually don't like them down there, hmm. but I like the ones with the the tomato. Yeah. And the tahini around hmm. the. Maybe we rim. just have a Michelada segment weekly. Okay. <laughs> I'm very happy to talk about alcohol at any time. Yeah. Well, that that's definitely could the be part of our experience. cocktail movement. Yeah. I have been a large part of it. I had a um, American ale. And I didn't think that American Ale meant that this was going to be one of the strongest beers that I'd ever had in my life. But 
It was almost like a barley one that I had Ooh. when I was at Anaheim Packing District this weekend. Oh. And it was a 13 ABV American ale that was so strong and syrupy. Was, Did they serve it like in a smaller... Um, since we got it, like, quote-unquote, to go just inside Packing District, they mm. just gave it to us in a clear plastic cup, like mm. a party cup. It was but probably not more than, like, It was, five like, eight-ounce pour. Oh, eight, eight ounces. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a big one. Because I, I like bigger beers. Yeah. I'm not a... a uh, IPA. I'm not an IPA fan. Okay. I, I feel like I'm chewing a, a pine tree. I know it's a very popular beer. <laughs> sure. That's yeah. not a very big IPA fan. However, as my brother-in-law says, I like to eat my beer. Yeah. So I'm the one that you always goes this. for the barley wine, the oh quad, the double, the triple. Yeah. All into the Belgian beers. Yeah. But yeah, they're... There's a, there's a big craft beer movement as well. They're yeah, just popping up everywhere. You would have loved this. I forget. If, if I think of the name of the brewery that this American Ale came from. They usually call it like American Ale or Strong Ale. or Yeah. yeah. Mm. But mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. How'd you guys do this week? Any, anywhere new? No mm-hmm. new for me. Okay. But I don't know if you guys have ever tried Cuban food. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cuban. Uh, Bella Cuba. It's over off of... Um, Bristol oh, and yeah. I've been there. Yes. Sunflower. I've I've been there. I did not love it. Really? Yeah. What'd you have? I actually disliked my dish so much so that I, <laughs> I sent it back, but oh they made God. it right and they That's gave me something else. I thought I saw your picture on the wall there. <laughs> <laughs> Unwelcome. Yeah. Um, Brett. <laughs> I know that it's really popular and it's a successful restaurant, mm. so I'm sure that like there are other dishes that are really good, but What I did had, you get? I had their um their carnitas, actually. So it's like Cuban oh, like carnitas. The pork plate. Yeah, the that's pork what plate. Lonnie, our, our other colleague, Lonnie, that's what she gets. Yeah, she so I, I had the pork plate, and I usually love uh, carnitas and, yeah. and pulled pork like that. But to me, it just tasted so earthy when earthy. I was there. Earthy? Yeah. Oh, maybe it wasn't could, a good piece of the yeah, maybe pork. It could have been a bad batch, yeah. but yeah. Because you know that was, pork, the dark side, when it gets too dark, it can be a little... Uh, Gamey or I, yeah, I, I felt like I was there on the farm, like <laughs> oh. like I had just you know picked it out myself, and That's too bad. I was eating it at the farm. But um, th- I brought it up to the server as soon as I tried it, and they're they were nice. re- they were really nice about they're it, very and nice. they were and like, quick. you know what, like what else, whatever good. you want. And I had a quarter chicken, and it was really good. The so, roasted garlic chicken. Yes, this mm. is the thing I get. Yeah. So I can't really be an authority on everything else on the menu. I've tried okay. Lonnie's pork, but the chicken is the thing I go for, and they get the skin. And normally I don't eat chicken skin because I don't like it. Super. It has to be really crispy, yeah. Yeah. and this stuff is. Okay. And they mm. serve it with – it's laying in this pool of some type of – it could almost be a salad dressing. Yeah. And it's a vinaigrette base with a lot of pepper and lemon or and mm. lime, whatever they put in it. And, man. And you get the plantains. I'm not a banana fan, but um, you can substitute with french fries, and then they bring you that. And then they have the side dish, which is their black beans. Uh-huh. But the black, black beans, beans is oh. – it's like a actually. soup. Ooh. And it is – I don't – I can never render any flavor from a black bean. It doesn't matter what I put in it. Oh, my husband loves black beans. He'll yeah. eat them any way I serve them. I've tried cotija on the chop. I've mixed pico de gallo in. I've done <laughs> all of these things. Tried to make it spicy. I cannot work a black bean at home. Huh. But somehow they are pureeing these black beans and what they put into it. It's not spicy. It's just super flavorful. Yeah. So that's the kind of the best part of the whole thing. That sounds good. Yeah. Did you go? You went for lunch, right? Today. Okay. I'm extremely full. <laughs> and I only ate half the rice. In fact, we went to get a, a iced tea after and of I course. couldn't even do it. Wow. Yes, because we were with Lonnie. Yeah. yeah. The queen of the tea. Yeah. She needs to have a guest 
spot. She does. So on our podcast. she's yeah. been, because I sit across from her, she's been going to this tea place that just opened up near her house. Oh, the Omomo? Yes. Mm. So she's been going like almost every day. So one day I decided to go in, right? And I was like, oh, I'm ready to order, you know, that kind of thing. And they were like, oh, sorry, this is still our soft opening. We're not open yet. Whoa. But they, op- they, <laughs> so the door was open and <laughs> yes. I'm standing here. <laughs> yes. So apparently they're only open from something like nine to 12 or something. And I was there at one Okay. or something like that huh. i know but but the door was open yeah. they're mighty confident they're turning down business well they have lonnie every day <laughs> i was just gonna say she's keeping them and share tea and business yeah oh that's funny omomo okay omomo. so bella cuba mm-hmm. omomo mm-hmm. all right we have puesto i'll have to give bella cuba another shot yeah Maybe we'll do that on Thursday next but week. But did you like the roasted chicken? I did like the roasted All chicken. Right. Yeah. So I, I wasn't totally unsatisfied. There's another place, Kitty Corner on the other side of that center, um, Inca Mama. Oh, Caribbean. yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. That yes. also is very delicious. Yes, yes, yes. There's too much good food. I know. Yeah. They have saltado at Inca Mama. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're, it's a little different than I've had it before, but yes, basically same concept. Yeah. But they have this other, they have a lot of good stuff there. Mm-hmm. I love the saltado. Remember we went to staff lunch for our kind of baby shower? Oh, yeah. I forgot what the name of that uh, place in, uh, off of Brookhurst was called. Vox? The oh, wait, Vox. No, no. The Vox. The Vox. Yeah, Vox yeah the Vox Kitchen. Yeah. They have like Vietnamese, yeah. uh, not Incan food. It's like fusion-y. Yeah. Um, yes. Peruvian. Mm-hmm. They had Peruvian. a saltado there too. Though. Yeah. They Super did. incredible. Yeah. I think I had it. Yeah. I think. We'll have to go back to Vox at Their some point. Their garlic noodles are good oh there too. Oh my gosh. Is that what you had when we went? Yeah. I had the garlic noodle too with you filet. You did. Ugh, yeah. So good. Really bomb. And then they brought out these really good lychee teas. Mm-hmm. Or that, lychee was yes. oh, that was delicious. That was delicious. Talk oh. about sweet. I think I watered mine down like 50-50 water and it was still <laughs> really good. Oh, there's so much good food to have on that street. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Awesome, guys. Well, uh, Lolita, yeah. Where did you get up to this week? Any Anything off the top of your head? Well, other than Disneyland. Oh, yeah. We already cycled um, through that. Trying to think what else. No? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Had a regular visit to Soup Plantation. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't soups? signed up for the Soup Plantation email coupon yes. deals, like, definitely recommend you doing that. So just go to soupplantation.com. That's a spam list to <laughs> That sounded like a shameless plug. Yeah, yeah. Soupplantation.com <laughs> slash Slash UCI. Coupon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're, yeah, we worked out some type of endorsement deal. I wish. You know, I was Maybe laughing someday. because, you know, we, we have our little segment on horrible Yelp reviews. Yeah. <clears throat> Which we're me, getting to. Yeah. Minute. And I was actually, I came across one on Soup Plantation and <sighs> I forgot exactly what the wording was, but someone was saying that, you know, don't come here if you don't have a coupon. Don't even bother because everyone else in this line will have a coupon <laughs> except you. It's <laughs> oh, a lot of peer pressure. I know. It's only like a, like a less than off. a dollar. Yeah. yeah. It's oh. worth it. Here's my favorite part about soup plantation. There are many people that get in the line for soup plantation. You cannot, <laughs> that you can't avoid the salad. It's there. Right. You have yeah. to get through the salad. Right. So I see people before and after me put maybe like five lettuce leaves and a <laughs> banana pepper on their plate because they're just trying to get to the pizza, the yeah. pasta, yeah. and the soup. Oh, come on. I don't know. I love their salad so much. It's like, well, delicious. there's just so many things to choose yeah. from. You yeah. can put anything on your plate. Oh, and their house awesome. ranch is so probably good. the best ranch on that's the planet. So good. Yeah, really delish. Mm-hmm. If you go for dinner, good. they have like a cookie 
pizza too. Oh, yes, had that. I've heard of that. Yeah, it's so good. They have other oh, things God. at dinner. They do. Sometimes they have different yeah. like cobbler. Yeah. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. In college, my buddies and I one time went there and had an eating contest to see who could eat the most number of items. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were all like collectively judging what an item was. So an item was like a square of focaccia. An item was like a bowl of ice cream. <laughs> Literally, we were in like the between thirty and forty items range. <laughs> oh my god! Like stumbling out of oh. there like we're never gonna do this again but it was bomb i do think kids eat free there on tuesdays so mm-hmm. yeah we might have claimed that Street. one of us was a kid i don't know <laughs> <laughs> had like facial hair or something what? but um also what other restaurant i don't know if they still do this but actually has a triple a discount like a oh dining establishment gosh. that allows for a triple a discount the same one that still allows the discover card as a form of payment yeah <laughs> Discover is not a form of payment anymore. <laughs> it is, but it's very rare that you find one place that accepts that it. Accepts it. <laughs> Shows how much I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll have to go test it out, but you could get a AAA discount there. Um, mm. So that kind of like brings us around to something Lilita mentioned. And uh, we all like to chime in here with some uh, Yelp reviews of places that we like. We definitely recommend you try out for yourself. But no matter how good or successful I think restaurants are, there's always going to be some bad apples out there who can <laughs> appreciate what a restaurant is, is trying to do. And they go on to our favorite review site, Yelp, and uh, they blow the place up. So I have one from Puesto that we, uh, we love. Oh, poor Puesto. Know, poor Puesto. But <laughs> there's some things they could potentially work on or, or that I don't necessarily agree with, but I can see where somebody's coming from on. But... Um, Puesto's great. Uh, I'll go back there again. Definitely return customer. But uh, user Quinn N on March 16th, 2018, uh, specifically, didn't have the best experience. I found a two-star review for us today, guys. So I could have gone all the way down to one. They were less interesting down Mm. in the one-star range. So bumped it up to the two. And uh, this is what Quinn had to say. Went here for lunch today, and I was so cold. (laughs) <laughs> it's an open floor plan wind blows and there's no place to hide what? people wow. around me with watery eyes I've never heard and... this before <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I was cold people around me with watery eyes and bloodshot noses bloodshot we were noses. all this is so sudden. cold I could not feel my fingers would not come back here didn't enjoy lunch at all <laughs> It's March in Southern California. Yeah. Oh, I feel like this person didn't grow up where it might potentially snow. Yeah. Quinn was... should take a, a dip in the rice bowl. <laughs> <laughs> or the rice hot tub at yeah. that point. But uh, yeah, literally March 2018, it was probably 73 degrees outside. Um, yep. And it is kind of like this indoor-outdoor concept, even if you are sitting indoors, but it sounded like they were on the outside. I can speak up for Puesto, and there are heaters everywhere on their outside patio. Yeah. Um, there's, like, side heaters, above heaters. Maybe the ground's even heated. There I was, was warm. I was warm the last time I was about there. about the food in there. That's... <laughs> I know. Yeah. People, literally, there was no <laughs> Yelp place, needs an, there was Yelp no needs place experience. to hide. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Temperature. <laughs> Yelp. Yeah. Weather. I, I don't know if restaurants are actually planning for places to hide when they're building out their designs, but maybe they need to in the future. Right. So um, you be the judge. <laughs> maybe bring a sweater, though, if you're prone to getting cold. As, or a uh, ski Quinn mask was, and some gloves. Ski mask, hand warmers. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
yeah, <laughs> just wanted to share that with you guys. Amazing. I'll go next. All right. Um, so I brought a little something from Troubadour Tavern, my baked potato place that I mentioned on Disney at mm. Disneyland earlier. Yeah. So Abby W., June 24th, 2018. Abby W. Mm-hmm. My niece's name is Abby W. Oh. After Super. months <laughs> of wanting to try the baked potato and failing to catch the shop during operating hours, my friends and I finally tracked down their operating schedule and planned out our day in advance. We figured out that they're primarily open when Mickey and the Magical Map is playing, so we made sure to visit during the afternoon. Mm. Unfortunately, the baked potato failed to live up to the hype. The potato wasn't as soft as I would have liked, and there was an overabundance of sour cream. The potato wasn't hot enough enough to melt the cheese either. (laughs) Although I ordered the bacon and sour cream potato, I skipped the bacon since I don't eat pork. But even if I did, I don't think it could have saved the potato. (laughs) How does a potato even end up cold? Right. right. They call it a hot potato for a reason. Maybe there was like a power outage in their cart or <laughs> something like that. Maybe selling cold potatoes. <laughs> or they could have planned the timing off. That's true. Maybe they went too late. Well, there's late like a, a chilly the theme window. that we have going on today. Yes. In our what time of year was that again? This was in June. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I think it was like 100 degrees. Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> Pro tip on a baked potato. Yeah. If you're making it at home. Mm. You can put it in the oven and wait what feels like an eternity for it to get soft. Or... You can put it in the microwave, wrapped, uh, poke a few holes in it with a fork, yeah. mm-hmm. wrap it in a wet paper towel, mm. put it in for five, six minutes. Ooh. It's like mashed potatoes on the inside. Oh, oh my gosh. I will five, never put another baked potato in the oven that. again. Sounds delicious. Unless people are coming over and I want to like Make not put them in the microwave. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm telling you. Huh. Delicious. Mm. I used to do something similar with sweet potatoes, just like put a bunch mm-hmm. of knife holes in them. Yeah, because you don't want them. to explode in there. But right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 you'll see oh it start to gosh. shrivel up a little, and that's when it's ready. Ugh. <clears throat> Sounds so delicious. Good. Pro tip. I had a pro tip today. Huh. That was good. It's my turn? Yes. Yeah. All right. So there's a place in San Juan Capistrano by the train tracks. It used to be called Sarducci's. My husband and I never ate lunch or dinner there, but we would go there for breakfast. There's patio outside. You can see the train go by. It's hard to mess up an egg. So it was a good <laughs> breakfast each and every time. The coffee was good. We, I can't really speak to any other part of the day at Sarducci's. Well, they changed it. Um. It's now a new restaurant called Trevor's on the Tracks. Hmm. Mm. Sometimes when I like a place and it goes away and it gets replaced by another place, I ha- automatically have, mm, like, I'm already right. not happy already with judging. them. Like, I already yeah. don't like, I judge. Yep. And it's a. They have done so much to it. The outdoor patio is a bar now. Like, who the are inside's you beautiful. To come back here and have <laughs> right. a restaurant. Right. I have not actually eaten there yet, so I can't comment on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I have been reading the reviews because I may be softening okay. to the idea of going yeah. to try and eat there. Hold on, so, really quick. Was Sarducci's? It was an Italian restaurant. Mm, I don't Italian. even know. I mean, yes, it does okay. sound Italian. I could not tell you what's on their menu other than breakfast. <laughs> the place I'd eaten at an Italian restaurant in San Clemente with like all these fresco paintings along the insides oh, of it, and it felt like you're in Italy. What is it? Maybe. It might have been Sarducci's. Really? Maybe not. No. Well, think about it later. Yeah. Continue Mm. on. Anyway, (laughs) Tiffany from Los Angeles gave it one star. This was several months ago. Classic LA. This is is very (laughs) short and sweet, but it's impactful. (laughs) Came last night for dinner with my mom. The place was pretty crowded, but we waited to put our name down for a table. The hostess was talking to her friends for a solid five minutes. That's a long time when you're waiting 
to put you like I probably would have walked out. That is true. Yeah. Solid is five minutes while we stood there waiting. When we went to put our name down, I asked how long for a table for two. And the hostess looked at me and said, my manager told me we aren't taking walk-ins like ever. (laughs) (laughs) I said, like ever? And she said, yes, like ever. (laughs) I'm giving this one star because it's funny. But if you want to come here and they don't. If you want to come here, they don't take walk-ins like ever. (laughs) 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 Tiffany, Uh, I love you. Thank you, Tiffany. Can you imagine a host or hostess talking to you like that? That's horrible. Like, okay. Like ever. And she came all the way from L.A. too? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She probably took the train. Wow. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. it'd be safe to say that she's not going back there. I don't think so. Like Like ever. ever. (laughs) I don't know if I can go now. That's terrible. Now, the place has four plus star and hundreds of degrees. So obviously, uh, you know, this was like. A bad apple hostess. Yeah. But, Mm -hmm. wow, I can't imagine talking to a patron like that. That's pretty awful. Ugh. Like, ever. Like, horrible. It's a pretty Mm -hmm. solid one. Yeah. (laughs) You should call, we should call there. I mean, one day we should call a restaurant on this podcast and be like, so I hear you're not taking, or you're not taking walk-ins like ever. Like, (laughs) yep, that's what my manager said. Yeah. Like, ever. Um, Well, today's been a great uh, show with you guys. Thank you so much for sharing uh, what you experienced this week, uh, what we're looking forward to next week. Um, really happy to get to spend this time like talking about something that we all love so much. So if you ever have any suggestions or uh, want to ask us a question, uh, hear us talk about something that uh, we pretend to be experts on, but are clearly <laughs> not, uh, please just reach out and uh, we'll do our best. So until next time, this is Brett. Amy. Lolita. And uh, this is the OC Eatly podcast. Thank we'll you. see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. And now a word from our sponsors. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu forward slash be amazing. That's ce.uci.edu forward slash be amazing.